moments ago. The indicted Trump attorney landed in Atlanta. He's expected to negotiate his bond and then surrender at the Fulton County Jail. I'm going to go straight to Fulton County, where CNN's Paula Reed is. Paula, Rudy Giuliani is now on the ground in Atlanta, preparing to surrender to authorities. Set the scene there. So, Dana, in just moments, we expect that Rudy Giuliani's team will come here to the Fulton County Courthouse. They are scheduled to meet with the district attorney's office to negotiate the terms of Rudy Giuliani's release. Once they get that bond agreement in place, then Giuliani can head to the Fulton County Sheriff's Office to surrender. I mean, that's truly remarkable, Dana, when you consider the career he's had. At one point, he was one of the nation's top law enforcement officials in New York as a U.S. attorney. But as part of his surrender, he will have his fingerprints taken and also a mugshot, a mugshot that is expected to eventually become public. Now, as we know, Rudy Giuliani has had a difficult time finding a lawyer here in Georgia to represent him. He owes his other attorneys uh, millions of dollars in unpaid legal bills right now. All he needs today is someone with a Georgia license to sign his bond agreement. And we have learned that they do have someone who can help him through that process. He's also traveling with his spokesman and his longtime friend and unindicted co-conspirator in this case, Bernie Carrick. Now, Carrick has been helping him reach out to possible lawyers, helping him sort of work through this process. Carrick is not a lawyer himself, but he has a lot of experience with the criminal justice system, not only as the former New York police commissioner, but also as a criminal defendant. He was convicted and ultimately pardoned by former President Trump. Now, I want to note, Dana, when Giuliani arrived here today, he did not come into Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta Airport like the rest of us do when we fly Delta to come down here. He arrived to a private airport in a private plane. And it is unclear how he paid for that, considering the fact that his lawyers were in court just last week, insisting that he has no money to pay his legal bills. So that's something we're working to report out. But we'll be watching every step of the way as Rudy Giuliani goes through this process. Most defendants have spread this out over two days, meeting with the DA to do bond and then surrendering. He wants to do it all today. I'm told by a source, Dana, he wants to get it all completed before former President Trump comes to Atlanta tomorrow. I'm sure he does. Pretty amazing uh, detail about flying private. We're obviously digging in to see what the details of that are as we wait for him to show up where you are, Paula. I want to bring in, thank you, Paula. I want to bring in former federal prosecutor Elliot Williams and Gwen Keyes Fleming, a former DeKalb, DeKalb County District Attorney. Thank you to both of you. Uh, Gwen, I want to start with you, uh, somebody who is uh, familiar with how things go down there in Georgia. What are you looking for, in particular in the short term, as Rudy Giuliani shows up? Well, I think first and foremost, looking to see what Judge McAfee sets as the bond. Presumably, uh, Mr. Giuliani is coming to Atlanta in part to talk with the DA's office, possibly to enter into some sort of consent order for bond, like we've seen with some of the other defendants. Uh, we could see what amounts may be assigned to the various charges that he uh, has been named in, and that could range anywhere from $10,000 to as much as $80,000 that we saw for the former president for the RICO charge. I don't know that it would be that high, but again, those would be discussions that the DA and the defense lawyers would have amongst themselves and present some sort of agreement or recommendations to the judge. And Elliot, what are you looking for? 
I'm looking for how quickly they can come to some sort of agreement as to the terms here. Uh, I know the reporting before had said that uh, Mayor Giuliani intended to wrap this all up in a day, but uh, frankly, as Gwen knows better than anybody else, court proceedings take a long time, negotiations take a long time, and what are the terms that they're going to be able to get Rudy Giuliani's and his attorneys to agree to, starting with, number one, the dollar amount, number two, the terms of his conditions, the, the terms of his release, the conditions, but also restrictions on speech or comments or other activity he can do. All of those things will have to be hammered out, and I think it's ambitious that, that, that they think that they'll get this all done in one day. And Gwen, I'm sure you heard uh, the former New York City mayor talking before he left New York when he came out of his apartment building uh, about the fact that now the prosecutors are going after lawyers and it's a new day and it's uh, it's a disgrace and all of those uh, those arguments. You are a lawyer, but you also are somebody who understands Georgia law. How do you think that the judge and ultimately a jury is going to look at and maybe absorb those arguments. So obviously lawyers are a critical part of the criminal justice system and they are bound by ethics in every state. However, our laws do recognize that even when lawyers cross the line and commit acts that constitute a crime or constitute a conspiracy or are part of the RICO indictment like we see here, they can be charged and it will be up to a jury uh, based on evidence from both sides, but particularly the DA to demonstrate how far across the ethical line or the criminal line any of the lawyers that have been charged actually uh, went. And so again, she bears the burden of proof, but I think you heard from her the confidence that she has in the evidence to demonstrate that these were not within the bounds of zealously representing a client that these acts crossed a line, and therefore the defendants should be held accountable for that. Elliot? Yeah, I, I'd say the same thing. I think, uh, we, you know, we can't understate the point that lawyers, look, it's important for lawyers to be able to provide their clients with zealous advocacy uh, in, a, in a secret one-on-one -on -one relationship where uh, they're providing good advice to people in a time of need. That does not entitle attorneys to break the law. And there is certainly sometimes a fine line that courts and juries will have to uh, tow in assessing how appropriate an attorney's conduct was. But simply being an attorney doesn't give anybody carte blanche to violate the law. And I think, uh, we're seeing some of those arguments coming from from the Trump attorney, the, 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 some of the attorneys here, uh, in effect, hiding behind their law licenses when they were accused of quite serious misconduct. Okay, Elliot Williams, Gwen Keys Fleming, thank you so much for your insights. I really appreciate it.